0: All right. Hi. Hi y'all. Uh, we're here in uh, Massachusetts. It's a warm day. Uh, this is Shane Brody. I'm traveling around the country interviewing trans people about political beliefs. Uh, what's going on, current events, etc. Sometimes religious beliefs. Uh, I'm getting over cold. I'm not contagious. I do have a little bit of a cough. So every once in a while I might cough. So if that happens, I might turn the camera off. We're um, fighting the midday sun at, at the moment. <laughs> it's encroaching upon us. Um, we're going to try real hard not to shake this table. It's an outdoor table, and it's pretty rickety, but you got to do what you got to do. So today, I'm here with a guest, and uh, she's going to introduce er, introduce herself.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, my name is Natasha. I'm a transgender woman. Um, I- Shaking a little bit. Yeah, it's okay. Um, We're going to have to
0: be less animated than usual. (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, I'm a transgender woman. I just moved here um, to Massachusetts from Kentucky about two months ago with my family. Um, I'm a pretty boring kind of stay-at-home wife, um, so I don't get a whole lot done, Mm -hmm. but um, I
0: am openly queer. You're the first person I've talked to that I connected with on Twitter and uh, I've connected with a few people on there, but I haven't actually met with anybody yet. Most everybody is uh, on the West coast or in the Midwest. And I'm so glad to, to meet somebody here on the East coast. I did take a little bit of a break from my project cause I, I did get ill and I need to access some healthcare, but here I am back again. Um, and I contacted you because I noticed there was a thread on uh, Twitter about people moving from different States. Uh, feeling unsafe and uh, moving to places where maybe they would feel safer or had that idea that maybe that they would be safer. Um, how did that start for you? Oh gosh,
1: um, so my partner and I have been wanting to move out of Kentucky since before my transition. Oh really? Um, okay. in, it, it didn't become until kind of within I guess the last six months or so. May I ask uh, how, when did you start? By the way? Um, so I started transitioning, um, almost two years ago. Okay.
0: Um, oh, wow. Two years. You're a baby. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Still very, very little Yeah. <laughs> in the trans community. Yes. So, um, yeah, I kind of went through that for like a year just dealing mm-hmm. with it. Finally managed to get on hormones and then it, it'll be in Kentucky in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Yes. So mm-hmm. I went to an informed consent clinic, cool. um, they set me up with hormones. It was it was actually super simple, um, mm-hmm. which was surprising. I met with the like the head of the clinic um, okay. that they had there. And Were you a student there? Or? No, um, former student. But okay, it was just like it was like a medical offshoot, so okay. it wasn't even on the
0: college's campus. Oh, I see. Okay. So do so they have a medical school? Yes. They oh, do. Okay. So that's the offshoot of another physical. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I went in, I spoke with them. They mm-hmm. didn't give me, you know, like, didn't give me any grief. They didn't, they asked for my story, but they didn't require it. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I walked out with a prescription for estradiol and um, tabirloctin at the end of right. the day.
0: Yeah. It's, um, that sounds wonderful. Uh, a lot of people, you know, have a much longer process, but even now, a lot of trans people have to do a lot of convincing um, of people around them, especially even in medical situations, even if they've, um, you know, are healthy and whether that's physically or mentally and they, you know, have thought about it for a long time, there, there's still quite a, quite a bit of gatekeeping out, right. out there. So I'm glad that was easy for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you were in Kentucky. What was that like? being a transfer city was this in a rural area or so urban?
1: it was in a sort of metro area okay. if you will um, like suburban suburban mm. kind of kind of like the area we're in now okay um it was a college town yeah so mm-hmm. but sort of you know it, there was like there's like a little ring if you will mm-hmm. around that city um that's fairly progressive and then outside of that it is very
0: very rural yeah um, like tobacco farms and horse farming horse, farms. horse, okay. horse farming yeah. horse farming is huge yeah in the area, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I traveled through there once. I was surprised at how green it was. Yes. yeah, very, it is so green. green there. Very green. Yeah.
1: So, but it, yeah, it's very it's it's very rural. It's and it. I don't want to say it's necessarily conservative, but there is a a cultural
0: yeah. conservatism yeah. to. Yeah. There's also the quite people. a bit of uh, libertarianism there as well. Yes,
1: there there's mm-hmm. a streak that kind yeah. of runs through them.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and speaking of that, what would be kind of your uh political uh beliefs yeah very generally
1: i mean i don't i don't know if i necessarily like fit into like an exact box because Mm -hmm. i feel like i'm constantly learning new things yeah yeah um and in part of that transitioning you know you kind of you learn so much more about yourself and the world that also changes your beliefs right but i would say i'm fairly progressive Mm -hmm. i'm a liberal um i don't think i think i want to say i've seen some of this before and i was like oh i don't fit into it just because my Mm -hmm. political beliefs are kind of the mainstream for transgender people it feels yeah. like
0: yeah uh so once again try and yes. be less animated sure. it's so hard because we're both very animated people like <laughs> we can we both talk with our hands and our bodies and stuff and uh we just can't do that with this <laughs> uh, it's, it's kind of it's kind of strange to have a loose interview and then be really stiff at the same time right anyway and- um so uh when you say that you're you've been changing beliefs does that mean that you were maybe yeah, you know, more conservative growing up. Or
1: um, yeah, I mean, growing yeah. up, I definitely held, at least until like high school, mm. there was very much a, a, a again the cultural conservatism, if you mm-hmm. will. Yeah. Less so. See, yeah, like mm-hmm. you know the economic side because I was a kid. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, it's hard to know that stuff. I mean, right. Was...
1: But that began changing as I was introduced to queer people. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm I'm not afraid to say at 14, I was. Very homophobic. Mm. A lot of repression there. Okay. So.
0: So when were you like, when did you first get information? Gosh. um,
1: So I was kind of like, I really wasn't introduced to the concept of trans people until like I left my hometown at 18. Mm. Um, Was that
0: to go to college? Yes. Mm -hmm. And
1: that's where I, and I stayed in the college town in Kentucky until I moved here. Mm. So being introduced to them, it was sort of a very a very strange concept um of course i was introduced to trans women Mm. um trans men were at least early on in my process were very much not discussed
0: yeah and they're also sometimes a little more elusive correct yeah
1: yeah and that's something i've come to find out is Mm -hmm. that like there's there's definitely a a social stigma to sort of or there has been i should say Mm -hmm. not necessarily now that trans men are I don't want to say required, but there's this sort of belief that they should just kind of blend into the background Mm. instead of being a voice.
0: Well, I don't know about that. Uh, It may be different in different parts of the country. Like in some parts, there's very, very active trans men. Um, Certainly where I've lived before, like in California, there were a lot of active trans men. But then you go up to Oregon and most most of the very active people, at least when I lived in Oregon, were trans women. Right, And it was actually hard for trans men to even be politically active because trans women were really um, the dominant voice there. Soaking up the spotlight. (laughs) Well. As we do. (laughs) Yeah, it happens. It happens. Um, You know, I mean, that happens in all political situations. There's always um, um, people fighting for their own interests. And those interests sometimes are, you know, within a a community that's small, sometimes there can be factions, you know. And everybody's... uh, you know we're all we're all hurting we're all trying to we're all trying to do our thing, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get recognized. Of um, some of the issues are a little bit different though for trans men and trans women mm-hmm.
1: so i kind of I saw pictures of a transgender woman who had been with her partner for several years, mm-hmm. and they renewed their vows mm-hmm. um, and it was a side by side photo of their first wedding and their vow renewal oh interesting and I was just like if if they can do that and they were in their 30s when they transitioned Mm -hmm. and I was in my mid-20s so
0: I thought if they can do that and they can live a happy life why can't I yeah yeah exactly I mean that's that's why having role models is so important that's why um, some people you know not everybody has to be open I mean that's that's not true at all but it's great when some people can be Um, so since I kind
1: of discovered myself late in life when I guess a lot of Gen Z'ers were as well?
0: Your 20s really isn't late in life. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I know I know trans people who right. transitioned in their 50s, 60s, 70s. Right. Even right, Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, it
1: feels late to me, I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, when you have a lot of build-up, you, you probably... I'm thinking that you probably thought about it for a while before yes. this. Yes, yeah. yeah. So when you have that rolling around in your head for a long time, it, it does seem like maybe it's late when you've been thinking about it for a long yeah. time. But you know, we all have our own um, process for this. Right. Our own journey. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: So, and I think, you know, that person sharing their journey at the mm. time, that's sort of, that kick-started it for me. Yes. Um,
0: and to see an example. To, to, right. To see right. the happiness there, um, you know?
1: Right, of course. And that's kind of, like, inspired me to keep, to be public.
0: Right. Um, okay. So you are public. You, right. You've done some activism. Like, I mean, it's...
1: It, I've been able to do what I can just because of the pandemic. That's all
0: that anybody can do is what they can.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it's like if being openly queer and sharing my story is what I can do. Yeah. I just want to help one other person. Yeah. And then my job's done.
0: Yeah. So you identify currently as a a queer trans woman then? Yes. Okay. So uh, does that mean that you're lesbian or is that too strange (laughs) of a word? No, no, no. I mean. Generational maybe?
1: No, definitely, like, lesbian or, or sapphic, oh, if you sapphic. will. sapphic. Interesting. Um, it's,
0: it's sapphic. It's, it's
1: difficult because I don't like the term lesbian because non-binary mm. people exist. Oh, okay. And I've yet to meet a non-binary person who wasn't just insanely hot. Okay. So, <laughs> so you know, maybe a cultural lesbian.
0: Yeah, and, you know, it could also be generational, too, because some, some um, you know, 70s 80s women were like yeah i'm a lesbian you know right um and but things are a little different now but i love i i gotta say i love it that the younger generations are coming up with all this language yeah now usually older people will complain about that and i've i must say i have complained in the past a (laughs) a few times just because it's 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 kind of wild at first but i actually really love it you know it's like go for it right you know people used to just dress up all the time in wild clothes but we really didn't talk about all that much now it's much more sophisticated it seems like
1: yeah i mean there's definitely i think adding a term to it you know for some people it it might seem like a label Mm -hmm. um sort of brings you in, I can't think of the word, oh my God, restricts you, oh, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, it feels, it's more of like an identifying term mm. um, and helping you discover like what works for you. Yeah. Um, you know, saying I'm sapphic is just an <clears throat> easy way to sort of cover all my bases.
0: Sure, sure. And uh, I don't know, it sounds kind of fun too.
1: It is fun. Yeah, Yeah. I mean like the sapphic community, if you will, is very, very friendly, very yeah. fun.
0: Um, Well, apparently, you know, Sappho had a lot of wild parties out there on the island.
1: Yes. Oh, and we have lots of wild parties (laughs) Facebook groups. Awesome.
0: (laughs) Even though uh, this area might not be as blue, let's say, as the um, Boston area, um, it seems like even though that's the case, if something were to happen, there's still pretty good laws on the books that protect trans people yes so you would have some recourse if something did happen whereas <clears throat> in some states there's blue spots in them like kentucky there's definitely some right blue spots in them but then the general laws correct you know aren't so great so there's there's a very very little protection right it seems like
1: no and that was that was a factor yeah in moving right um and not just for trans people or trans health i mean that yeah. goes all the way down the list of you know oppressed classes yeah. if you will right. right um but yeah no like here it's like i am you know i have some state protections in yeah. place right you know to to legally protect me yeah. not just as a woman which the state sees me as but um that as a trans woman as well yeah so mm-hmm. there's there is definitely a sense of
0: that's a good i'm i'm glad that you made that distinction right because definitely women's rights in general are just they're they're being eroded correct right and that yeah oh that they're includes, being slaughtered yeah and that includes you know trans women obviously of course but women as an entire class i mean that's half the country y'all what are we doing you know
1: yeah so in yeah there there is there's a legal protection here yeah. and that offers a layer of comfort right. and security right that right. we didn't have before we moved
0: right right um so what i guess if, if this isn't too personal what was there like a breaking point that you were like uh i gotta get out of here
1: um yes and no so we've been working on moving for a very long time mm-hmm. it is a long process yeah um that being said Earlier in 2022, whenever our General Assembly was taking up new laws, yeah, I specifically noticed that they were taking up laws. Is that like
0: the state legislature? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, they've mm-hmm.
1: got a, I don't know if they've got a house and a Senate, but it's just, they call it the General Assembly. Okay, yeah. Anyway, um, they were adopting laws that were targeting specifically reproductive rights, uh, transgender athletes, yes. things like that, while ignoring much bigger problems. Right, right. Um, and that... And it, I don't want it to sound like it was just for transgender rights yeah. that we moved. Yeah. We moved because we thought that Kentucky wasn't right for us mm. or our family. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we wanted to raise our child somewhere that was a little more progressive. Sure. But also somewhere with really good schools yeah. and fantastic health care. Yeah. Um, there is a quality of life improvement moving from just Kentucky to here, even though I'm still... I haven't, like, gone from, like, rural to city. Sure. I'm still very much from suburbia to suburbia. Yeah,
0: yeah, right. And, you know, this this area is pretty great. Like, it's not um, super, like, gentrified or anything. No. So it seems like it's it's kind of affordable for, for the coast.
1: For the coast. Yeah, for the for coast. For the coast with a massive asterisk. Of course.
0: Of <laughs> course. That's why I say that. Yes. But, I mean, you go to closer to Boston and it's it's oh, crazy there's it's like ridiculous. mansions all over the place yeah. uh, but here there's mansions but they're older mm-hmm. and they need a little paint yeah and they need a little scraping there's, and there's definitely a little bit of a working class feel to yeah, it yeah yeah definitely I love the old buildings here though because mm-hmm. you know you'll you'll go down these streets and you'll see these beautiful old buildings with like carvings in the in the rock and stuff like that and then there'll be a, like a vaping store there and So it's, like, modern and, like, yes. several hundred years old, and who knows, there's probably ghosts in that store. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. this whole place is haunted. Yeah, I, I believe it. I believe it. Um, there's there's I'm sure there's a lot of stories here. I mean, yeah. besides Salem, of course, which is right, right nearby. Right next door. Yeah, right next door. Uh, I noticed that there was a permanent uh, Halloween store uh, close by. I was like... You know i've never seen that only here
1: only here. <laughs> only here can that happen
0: only here i mean it's summertime we, here we are sweating you yeah. the summer that was interesting oh, okay. uh, so i've been turning off my equipment just because we're fighting the sun and fighting the heat a little bit um and there was just a loud boom and i don't know what that was hopefully it was just firecrackers but you never know um so anyway we're talking a little bit uh about the charm of this area um what is it like uh you know as a person who decided to move from a state where did you grow up there yes yeah where you grew up to another state that is quite different i mean it's on the coast it's very blue uh this is a suburban area like you were saying so it's a similar kind of lifestyle but Different place, very different, right? And you're also a very different person. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I
1: mean, it is. It's 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 scary. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. I think you know transitioning is scary. Moving across the country is scary, especially a couple thousand miles. Yeah. Um, Is it really that far? Wow. It it's at least a thousand. Yeah. It might be close to fifteen hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and not just and it's not just me. It's moving a wife and a kid and all of our stuff. Yeah. So and, your pets. and our pets, yeah. 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 So it it is sort of um, it can kind of be shocking at times, mm. for sure.
0: What 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 exactly
1: is shocking? There's simple things, yeah, um, like you know, like the groceries are different, okay. For instance, but the, you,
0: like the grocery brands, right? And
1: stuff. But then there's also like there's also good things that shock, me. Mm. like when people see me and my wife out in public, there's no there's no double take, okay. Um, yeah, there's there's never any like. We've not been asked inappropriate questions mm. up here about our family.
0: Would people do that in Kentucky? I mean, I don't mean to get down on Kentucky. I right. mean, I've, knows, I've known some wonderful people from there. It's a beautiful state, but. I, I think just, yeah, I mean, I think
1: there's a cultural difference there. Yeah. Um, in Kentucky, there is very much a sense of, I don't want to necessarily say family, mm. but it's sort of, but it's sharing. It's about sharing your life with other people. Mm. Much more up here, where it's very much, people don't necessarily care so much. Oh yes,
0: I I think that's Protestantism. Yeah, that's a very deep uh, aspect of it. Like you're more quiet, you're more reserved. Family stuff is kept within the family. Right, and that's
1: not really, at least where I grew up. Mm -hmm. We were very much. We were open about that sort of stuff with other people, while also sheltering the bad mm. always it was always about presenting um the nuclear family sure. if you will like the, a happy, perf- the, the perfect face. nuclear family yes. right? right that's that was sort of the go-to so whenever you you deviate from that there is a sense just in everyday life that you might not be welcome mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily like the way people talk to you that's the way that we were raised yeah um, as you know kids in rural Kentucky.
0: Mm-hmm. So moving quite a distance uh that can be hard for anyone. What's it like for a trans person because you know I myself I'm moving around the country doing this and I'm finding things a little bit difficult like accessing health care.
1: Yeah you know? I mean I'm I'm very lucky yeah um my wife um, has a really good job. They have oh a, wonderful. They have a very very inclusive um, insurance policy mm. that does cover things like like surgeries. Does she um, work
0: for like a corporation that has good uh, policies?
1: Yeah, um, she works for she works for a makeup brand. I won't say okay, which one. great. But she works for a makeup brand that is. I want to. I think they're very progressive, mm, personally. Wonderful. Um, I mean, they're as progressive as a corporation can Excellent. be.
0: Excellent. <laughs> no, I've seen some good work recently from corporations. Yeah, they're,
1: they're doing a lot though I mean, that hasn't been too much of a challenge. Yeah. I will say it has been a challenge just in general to see a healthcare provider, mm. and I don't think that's necessarily because I'm trans, because I was able to get into like a transgender health clinic pretty okay. easily. Okay.
0: But is that local, or do you have to travel? It's local. Okay, great. So
1: it's within the. It's either in this town or a town next to us. That's wonderful because this town is
0: isn't that big. No. So only that's about great. fifty thousand people. Yeah, because I mean, uh, in other states, sometimes you have to drive across the state, yes. or even to another state in order to find health care. Yeah, or so. you have to do it tele, like telehealth. Right. Yeah, that's wonderful. So,
1: and that that also came into deciding where we wanted to live. Yeah. We right. wanted to live somewhere where we were like I. I don't want to be hassled yeah what kind of research did you do i mean gosh it was it was a lot of asking friends that i'd met online during the pandemic right so it was reaching out to people and then it was like if they lived in say chicago Mm. hey tell me about chicago right Mm -hmm. you know tell me tell me what you like about it what you dislike and then of course we also visited the we didn't necessarily visit up here but we went out onto the cape and we visited some local areas Mm -hmm. when we came up here. So Cape
0: Ann, you're talking about.
1: Um, it was actually it was down on Cape Cod.
0: Oh, okay. All so,
1: right. yeah, just the we were we were touristy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, it takes
0: a surprisingly long time to drive out to the the tip of the cape. Oh, oh my god! It's, it's like yes. a spiral. It's it like, is.
1: Woo! Yeah. Yeah, it's if you ever want to go to P Town, you've either got to drive or take a ferry. Yeah,
0: it takes all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the the towns are very cute, though, along the way. Some of them are a little bit touristy, but not too much, surprisingly. Yeah.
1: And I mean, you know, and I don't want to say that, like, everything about our move coming up here was because of gender equality yeah. or anything like sure. that. Um, and, and while it did play a huge aspect, you know, the culture, just the general vibe, if yeah. you will, yeah, yeah, yeah. is definitely. I don't want to say it's necessarily more laid back, but it's definitely a situation of, you know, you're in a queer relationship, that's cool, yeah. I don't care.
0: whatever. Whatever, dude. Whatever. Yeah. And uh, speaking of that, uh, of where you're living here, do you ever, do you take advantage of that? Like, uh, cause you're fairly close to the coast here. Do you, do you go to the beach? Do you go to the capes? We, we work on it. Yeah, <laughs> it, I it's, mean, you'll, 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 you've only been here a couple months. So. It's, it's difficult
1: yeah. and it's also, Incredibly hot
0: mm, so yeah that
1: that doesn't make it easier yeah so you
0: should be used to that though Kentucky come on
1: <laughs> it's true um, I will say it's a lot less humid up here okay. than in Kentucky okay and I and I don't want to say that was the number one reason we sure. moved but it was certainly a big factor sure um, that
0: and those greasy hush, p- hush puppies in, in, <laughs> in
1: Kentucky <laughs> yes oh my gosh we love them you love them. We love I made oh, hush puppies I could the not, other night. I could not stand them. <laughs> I made hush puppies the other night. They're just quintessential and I'm shaking.
0: Yeah, it's okay. Um yeah, uh, when I visited Kentucky, every every place that we went to, they like there was just like a pile of hush puppies on the plate along with yeah. the thing you actually ordered and I was like, "No, no thank you." Anyway, um yeah, I I'm sure the the food culture is different here. I mean, you, do you have you uh tried any of the seafood you, oh gosh there's yes. like oyster bars out here yeah
1: i mean seafood is it's huge up here yeah um and it's it's strange because there are some there's some cultural food differences mm-hmm. you know like i there's no barbecue restaurants oh, yeah. or there or there might be one or, or they're two. not that
0: great right or oh, they're not that good people just don't know y'all don't know right go to go to north carolina oh have you been to north carolina um yes oh the barbecue there it's is just delicious. amazing. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, And it's everywhere, too. Mm.
1: Yeah, any, like, I, the Bible Belt, you could also call it the barbecue belt. Yeah, absolutely. Because anything south of that, that's just, they know how to cook. I agree, I
0: agree. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of oyster bars here. Yeah. I actually went to one once. Uh, I, I went to Harvard, but before I went there, uh, somebody I had met online was like, I'm going to take you out for, you know, the East Coast lobster rolls and, you know, different and it's not just it's not just oysters it's like different kinds of them they're yes. like seasonal there's like little ones and yes. big ones and then we went out for like this giant like baby's head size ice cream cone with little sparkle like sprinkles all, like that, it was literally just covered that, in that sounds about right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she gave me the like uh east coast uh you know foodie experience there which I could never afford but yes oh my
1: god yeah yeah but it's great
0: though it's Um, delicious yeah Mm -hmm. so um so you did some research and you talked to some people online Mm -hmm. how about uh you know finding community around here
1: yeah I mean that kind of that kind of came from just being a part of the online trans community okay um one of
0: the one of the f- so you found people online. Correct. And have you met them yes. in person? Yeah, okay, I right. met a
1: couple of them in person since moving here. Wow. Um, That's quick.
0: After two months. Yeah, well, like
1: like I moved at the beginning of June and then a friend invited me to Pride at the okay. end of June. All right. And it was my first in-person Pride, so it was like... Oh, wow. It was awesome. Wow. Yeah. But um, yeah, I started like, I started meeting people actually through a cross-dressing mm. discord okay. online. And that kind of evolved from there. So like a lot of friends that I made on that cross-dressing mm. discord just so happened to be trans as well <laughs>
0: uh this is a little bit of a controversial topic but what do you think is the relationship between the cross-dressing community and the trans community
1: oh my gosh um I don't want it to seem like it's like a stepping stone yeah I don't want right. anyone to think that because right. I know there are plenty of cross dressers who just do it for fun.
0: Right. Um, and they're very straight and cis identified, actually. Right. And yeah. that's
1: and I thought that's how I was at first. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I just like wearing women's clothes. Yeah. Um but it was it was sort of being involved in that. Yeah. Um right. and like I still try to I still try to stay close to my mm. roots, if you will. Um like I, I know
0: they're very social. They, they have are. a lot of events.
1: They do, and it's like It's strange because there is like a, there's, I don't, I don't want to say there's a turnover in the cross-dressing community, Mm -hmm. but there kind of is. And I'm kind of an example of that just because after a while, you're just, you're not a cross-dresser anymore. Mm. You're just, it's every day. Yeah. Like, like dressing up is every day.
0: In some ways, if you are a trans person, it's a great way to try things out.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it's, and it's a, it's a fantastic way to try things out without judgment. Right. Um, Right one of the things that whenever I was initially sort of studying trans people Mm. if you will in my own amateurish way
0: right because you were college years right it was like
1: I was like oh well like a lot of like trans women who come out in adulthood if Mm. you will I don't want to say later in life but in adulthood
0: you mean like 30s 40s kind of thing or any time after 18 mm -hmm. if you will sure
1: um they typically will like they will present female online Mm. and Do that first, Mm. and I did that, and it was it was a fantastic experience. Yeah,
0: I'm so glad to hear you say that. There's uh, you you found very little animosity between the cross dressing and trans um, because I've actually heard some animosity there is out there. Yeah, Um, have you come across that?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, can
0: you talk about that? Yeah,
1: sure. Like, I mean, I have met people. Who were who were part of the same cross-dressing Discord that I was, mm-hmm. and part of that same community, who trans- and that's
0: an online social yeah, media correct platform, right?
1: Yeah. So a lot of for me at least, a lot of my queer discovery came from places like Reddit, okay, um, and then that kind of took me to places like Reddit Discord. Reddit is very public,
0: though, correct. Whereas uh, Discord seems it's more private.
1: It's yeah, Discord's private chat rooms, yeah, if you yeah. will. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's it's and it's much more intimate. Mm-hmm. Um, and not in like a sexual way, but on no, like no. a person to person way, if you and will. And people
0: do a lot of political organizing on there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but there is, there's, and there's some people who, I don't know how they, they'll come out and they've come out as trans feminine. Mm. Um, and then they transitioned before me, but they've kind of almost subscribed to this Reverse gender binary, mm. where they're trying, and, and for them, it's very much trying to, I feel like, eliminate non binary people, mm. n- eliminate cross dressing people. It's like saying you can be trans, but you have to be either a man or a woman.
0: Okay, so a very sort of almost strangely essentialist. Uh, or or absolutist. Yeah, yeah. absolutist yeah. or very binary. Correct. Yeah. um Yeah, and I would say that the community used to be very much more like that. Right. Uh, Luckily it isn't. There are quite, I have, unfortunately through this project, I have met some trans people who mm, have animosity and have animosity for other trans people because they feel like they know what being trans is about. And it's their version of being trans. Everybody else is sort of not authentic or something like that. And I think that's, it's wrong for one thing mm-hmm. it's it's not kind no and it's it's just it's just, it's not friendly
1: no i mean you know? it's, it's a load of bunk you yeah know? It i is. mean if if we're gonna thank you the there whole you the whole point of of being transgender is to to acknowledge that the gender binary is not biological yeah or it's not instinctive, that you can be whatever you want yeah, to be. Yeah,
0: and biology is not destiny. Right. <laughs> and Simone de Belvier. there and you go. And to say
1: to anyone, like, you can be a girl, but you can't be whatever you want to be. Yeah. That that goes against the, the whole movement.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, who cares too? People get to do what they want, mm-hmm. you know, as long as you're not hurting somebody else. Yeah. Um, that's why I love Halloween, by the way. <laughs> that's a that's one of the the, the cultural inti- institutions and also sometimes plays you know mm-hmm. um hasty pudding is is a, an example of that of men dressing up you know men doing drag you know th- these are not new things and there's always been the outlets in our cultures multiple cultures all over the world mm-hmm. for for trans people or gender nonconforming behavior or cross-dressing all that stuff Um, I don't know. I just think it's harsh to be hard, you know, to do that to other trans people.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's just, I don't know. It's like, who are you to gatekeep anything? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think for some of them, they feel like there was so much gatekeeping and so much that they had to go through. There is definitely, I think, some oppression there. That somehow other, other people need to struggle. I actually heard that online from an infamous trans man who's out there. Uh, yeah, he, I'm not a fan of his, and I, I worry that people listen to him, that, uh, you know, he spouts this kind of thing mm-hmm. all the time, and yeah, I don't like that people listen to him, but uh, yeah, there's, there's more than one way to be trans. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually said that he likes it that trans people have to struggle. Yeah, that's... Because <laughs> he had to struggle, you know, I mean, why yeah. torture other people? Let's make things easier.
1: Yeah, and, I, and I, I don't get that way of thinking personally. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it just seems a little outdated.
0: Yeah, very outdated. <laughs> but, and it, and you don't have to be old to be outdated too. There's yes. there's younger people who are definitely outdated yes. in their ideas as well. Have you come across that as a as a what, what do you say uh, Gen Z? So I'm kind of, like, at the end of the millennials. Okay, end of millennials. So, okay. But I
1: kind of, but, like, it kind of has overlap with Gen okay. Z. Just Anyone who's
0: younger than me, I just keep calling Gen Z. But anyway, I'm Gen <laughs> X.
1: Anyway. Um, so, yeah, so, like, I mean, I don't, there's not, I don't have that many interactions with just people day to day. Yeah. I kind of keep to myself. And when, okay. Especially around here when people interact with me, they just, I'm a tall woman. Yeah. Um, and that's Amazon. The Right. There you go. If you will. <laughs> why not? Um, but online, it's very much a situation of if they see a pride flag, mm. they immediately start attacking. Okay. Um, and it's not even
0: pronouns in the bio. Right. As they say. Right. And mm. like,
1: like yeah, and like I've even taken like pronouns out of the bio, and it messes with them. Mm. That's how far we've gone. That they like expect it. Oh wow. So. What but, are, why didn't you warn me? Like like oh no pronouns anyway. But there's also. And it's also funny because I've also faced the stigma of being a woman.
0: Yeah, of um, course. Just of course. the last couple of days, I've had like- My experience is so different than yours. I'm sure right. on a daily basis. You know? Yeah, but yeah. it's like the last couple of days, there's been
1: two or three people that called me fat. And I'm just like, I'm not fat. No.
0: <laughs> Why do you think I'm fat? Because you're, I'm a woman? You're, you're larger than average. Right, like <laughs> yeah. I'm t- really tall, yeah. but I'm not overweight. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> And who cares if you were? Anyway? Right. I mean, it's like, none of your damn if business.
1: I'm, if I'm overweight, my doctor would like to talk to you yeah. because they disagree.
0: Yeah, it's also none of your damn business. But yeah, that's a cultural thing that we have that men, men, and sometimes even women, you know, in a competitive way, will comment on women's bodies all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it happens to men too. I've I've certainly had it, but it's um, also when I was a woman and I had breasts and all that. I mean, daily. Daily harassment. Oh, yeah. Daily harassment out in the world. Now it's, you know, every once in a while, if I piss a guy off, he's like, oh, you're so short. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm bald too and I'm fat. <laughs> I don't care.
1: <laughs> right. Like, I don't care what you say. Yeah. Really don't care. Anyway. So, yeah, no, there's definitely men and women, regardless of transgender, yeah. are treated differently. Oh, yeah. And I think.
0: That's always, that's such an interesting thing, isn't it?
1: And that's something that, you know, only people like you and I who, who do it, you know, again, not later in life, but as adults,
0: um, we're, we're the only people that can really experience that. Right. Right. Um, I know uh, offline, we were talking a little bit about this, but is there any sort of difference between Kentucky and Massachusetts for that sort of thing? You know, just being a woman out in the world. Um, not even trans but just a woman Just as a woman? Yeah.
1: I don't necessarily think so. No.
0: Um no. I mean it,
1: my interactions have been very limited. I yeah. feel like I would need like 10 years of Massachusetts yeah. compared to 10 years sure. of Kentucky. Sure, sure, sure. Um but I mean as far as like the way people treat me it's still very much like
0: the same. Sure. You know. Sure. And uh what do you miss about Kentucky? Cuz I'm sure there are things you miss there are besides things. barbecue. Barbecue is probably the biggest, <laughs>
1: and it, and having a backyard, um, mm, but we're working on that one. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a
0: bit tighter here.
1: So, I mean, other than that, I mean, the cost of living's a lot lower, mm, <laughs> but yeah. the the biggest difference is is traffic. Oh, um, yeah. Kentucky is very much a, you know, they motion you on mm. to go, it's very much a take your own time, Okay. Like, oh, the light turned yellow, I'm going to slow down. Sure. Up here, if the light turns yellow, the, the five cars closest to the light all speed up. Yeah. Um, it's a, and they might
0: even honk yeah, if you don't go on that second. It's,
1: it's a very aggressive driving.
0: Yeah. But yeah. um, I find here, though, that people are really good drivers they have to be. i've certainly yeah they have to be you because have the, be. the streets are all wonky they're all going like this oh and, my god and they're like this too and it's just tight because it's mm-hmm. all like uh you know horse trails and right stuff that yeah. they made
1: into they just paved them yeah
0: they just paved over so. them and they're so wonky but also never go to texas or or, or atlanta like the the cities in texas and atlanta, and atlanta oh <laughs> the driver's there uh, oh. it's like 10 times worse than here trust me. i can imagine trust me yeah people are relatively pr- uh friendly here Trust right me. yeah yeah. oh yeah <laughs> i'll take that then yeah 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 um so yeah that's a that's a thing also too i find when i'm in southern states there's kind of this daily friendliness in a southern place that i really don't get in more oh. um you know blue states mm-hmm. or coastal you know the the northwest northeast here right you're sort of your southern hospitality yeah. if you will like people calling each other honey and you know it's not like a sexist thing it's right. just like friendly
1: yeah and that's definitely Kentucky's weird because it's kind of a hodgepodge of several different cultures mm. um
0: yeah tell me about that so
1: like in the western and southern part of the state mm-hmm. it's very much sort of a rule mm-hmm. yeah. uh You know sort of traditional bible belt southern Mm. there's a church on every corner if you will
0: right central part of the state whenever whenever the the crossroads meet
1: right yeah central part of the state's a little more well off Mm. um it's it's that's where all your horse farms are Mm. that's where your your big universities state capital all that's there Mm -hmm. it's kind of got its own flavor of Mm -hmm. a regional mix Eastern Kentucky is very Appalachian,
0: mm.
1: um, very poor very as well. Poor. Oh, yeah. They recently were hit by some just absolutely devastating floods. Mm. Um, one of the poorest regions in the country. Really? Yeah. And they've just, they've been forgotten, frankly. Oh, that's wow. that's my tangent. Wow. Um, mm. And then the northern half of the state's actually a bit Midwestern. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kind of along the Ohio River.
0: Now, somebody like me who's spent most of my time on the West Coast, mm-hmm. um, it tends to be very segregated segregated uh, in terms of wealth and also um, racially. Yes. Yeah, people don't realize that, but the, coast, the West Coast is very segregated mm-hmm. uh, racially. Did you find that in Kentucky? It's also very racially segregated out here. It's just a little politer, you know. Yeah. Uh, but did you find that in Kentucky? So
1: in Kentucky, it's it's not as big a problem mm, because yeah. there are not they there's there's just no minority community yeah. to really to really section themselves off. Oh really? So, so is it, it's
0: mostly white people?
1: It's all it's like 94, 95% white people. Wow, I didn't realize that. Uh, and I might I might be off on that, but it's places, very high.
0: There's some places like in Tennessee and moving toward like Georgia which is like right. black towns. Like yes. all black towns. Yes. Yeah. So
1: it's it's weird because Kentucky never had I'm a history nerd, mm. so but Kentucky didn't really get much of the Great Migration. Okay, they didn't really have a lot of holdouts from the mm. from the sharecropping era in okay. the black so belt. So people just
0: passed through. Pretty much. Pretty much.
1: Okay. Like a lot of a lot of people who live in Kentucky will say that their heritage is American. Okay. That's you know because they don't know. Yeah. Um, right. They their ancestors settled there in the 17 to 1800s, yeah. and their past beyond that's been lost to history. Right. Right. So, I'm sure
0: there's some interesting family trees in there, though. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> Very
1: much so. Yep. But yeah, I mean, there are definitely, there are de- there's definitely like, there's a black community. Yep. There's a Hispanic community. You'll see it especially in religion. Mm. Um,
0: yeah, that's, Sunday's the most segregated uh, yes. day of the
1: week. And that, that holds true even yep. in Kentucky. Are you um, religious,
0: by the way? No.
1: No, okay. Um, used to be. Mm. Pre-transition, I was.
0: Oh, interesting. So, What, but, what, what was your background?
1: Um, I was raised as a Christian. Um, my parents were Just Southern non- Baptist
0: non-denominational. Or? Well, my
1: parents were Southern Baptist. I sort of subscribed to the non-denominational okay. belief sure. um, as I got older. but after, after transitioning, mm. and after coming out to my parents, I kind of like that self-awareness of learning that you're trans doesn't mm. stop mm. with gender identity. Mm. It affects everything.
0: Yeah. So have you thought about uh, going to welcoming or affirming? christian churches churches i've considered it yeah i've definitely considered it because there is a social aspect to that correct that some people miss right um there yeah
1: there's definitely a social aspect Mm. to it all and i understand that yeah for a lot of people yeah honestly Mm. for me there is still a bit of religious trauma to address i understand um i was a a pastor's kid Mm. so from the (laughs) <laughs> Sorry to hear that. From ten months old <laughs> to the day I turned eighteen, mm. I was I was on a pew basically every okay. Sunday. Yeah. Well you so, had to be. Right. No yeah. choice. Nope. No, no choice. No choice. So it's and it's been about ten years since then that it's taken me to like realize it. Yeah, yeah. Just to realize it, not even to fully sure. understand well, it.
0: Well, you know, a lot of that stuff just it will unravel for the rest of your life. Trust Correct. me. I mean I'm in my fifties and I'm still thinking about some of the things that happened when I was a kid and um, I grew up uh, Christian science which is very different mm. it's more like a sect it's less of a you know mainline denomination right and there's some of the programming programming from that and I call it programming because it is it is a little cult like I feel like yes Um. I've learned to appreciate it actually some of the better aspects as I've gotten older like uh, there was a reason why in the 1800s people did not go to doctors because if you went right. to the doctor you were likely to die yeah because medicine was sucked, you know. I mean, they were giving people arsenic and all this crazy stuff, yeah. leaving them. I mean, it was medieval. It was still medieval. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm still working some some of that out. So it may be, you know that you do that as well. I mean, right. You know, it's deep stuff.
1: It is, and and it's it's one of those things that you've kind of like. For me personally, it's like I'm sick of dealing with it. Yeah. So you gotta, okay. You got to bite down. You got to go to therapy, and you got to work it out. That's
0: right. And you know, for some reason. For some people, the cutoff there is good. It's healthy. It's so right. healthy. Um, for me, I did a cutoff as well. Um, then the coolest people I ever met who were welcoming welcoming of queer people when I was a teenager and the healthiest people I ever met were Quakers. And that sort of uh, slightly welcomed me back into mm-hmm. thinking about religion in general. Right. You know, and kind of going back on that journey. Um, I would say that I'm... Religious person, um, I'm eclectic. Mm -hmm. You know, I appreciate a lot of different beliefs. uh, Not specific.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can. No, I understand that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think part of, part of my transition, journey, if you Mm -hmm. will, was also taking the time to, to look at other religions. Yeah, to look at Buddhism, Hinduism. Mm. um, Did you find those interesting? From a historical context. Mm, Yes. Yeah um or philosophy maybe from a philosophy standpoint there are definitely like i remember specifically like with buddhism mm. like one of the things they talked about and, and it varies from buddhist to buddhist of yeah course. yeah of course and maybe it's, it's as
0: vast as christianity is. right and yeah. maybe
1: it's because i like i liked it the best out of all the mm. major religions that i remember it but it specifically it was like the doctrine was life is suffering
0: yeah and
1: i was just kind of like but then you can get over it and here's the path to that. Right, and to it's that, and it's like kind of yeah. like yeah, like well, I did suffer, but mm-hmm. but now I'm working to not suffer. That's right. And like I don't want to. My my purpose in living is not to suffer. Yeah, I don't want to think that.
0: Well, up. that was the whole point of what Buddha, uh, the historic Buddha, did is that mm-hmm. he realized that there was you know tremendous suffering in in life, but that his um, the the path that he found was the way out of it right yeah so yeah buddhism is is interesting um mm-hmm. meditation is a wonderful practice even if it's non-religious right you know there's all th- all kinds of things you can do though like i love to cook
1: mm-hmm. you know, oh do yeah you, do
0: you have like hobbies like that yeah i yeah.
1: mean like it's even before i transitioned yeah. cooking was just very much a. it was more i don't want to say it was necessarily a hobby but it was more than a i don't want to say it was a passion but it was more mm, than a hobby okay let me put it that way yeah Uh, Like, I did barbecue. Oh, yeah. Loved There you go. Barbecue. I had a big 100-pound smoker in my backyard before we moved here.
0: I have an idea for you. What's that? Go around here in New England and rate all the barbecue and compare it to Southern.
1: So... you 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 might get some
0: you might get some hate mail for that but you
1: say that but we had barbecue and after i finished eating it i went to my wife and i was like okay so the cornbread was okay and i just listed everything and she just looked at me she's already doing it she just looked at me she was like can you enjoy anything yeah
0: well that could be an app because some of us are desperate to find decent good barbecue decent food up here beyond just oysters and big ice cream cones right (laughs) so yeah
1: um, I kind of lost where we were.
0: I have no idea. <laughs> I'm getting too hot though. I think that uh, that's a good place to probably sure. stop. Yeah. Uh, is there any like last thing that you would like to tell like early in transition trans women or maybe people who are considering moving to a bluer state? Yeah, or... I
1: mean, the biggest thing is if you are considering moving, if you're gonna be a a, a transgender or queer refugee, if you mm. will,
0: yeah, um, because, that is happening. Because
1: that's basically what this is. Yeah. You that know, is happening. You, it's part of it. But if you are moving save your money. Yeah. That is by far your biggest thing. Yeah. Pick somewhere where you can afford to live. Mm-hmm. Um because there are plenty of affordable places that are going to accept you. Yeah. Um you don't have to live on the coast like Yeah, me. right? Um and plan, 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 plan. Mm. Oh my god. The more you plan, the better off you'll be in any yeah. move. Yeah. Um, so
0: with planning comes patience too
1: correct correct yeah yes very much so
0: so even though even though our politics are rapidly changing right now maybe think about that cultivate some patience Mm -hmm. think about what is actually happening in your life right now and maybe quell some of that panic if you're having panic yeah
1: yeah and and then as part of that preparation your legal documents yeah because because different states have different legal rules right in kentucky if i wanted to change my gender marker i needed a letter from a doctor
0: mm-hmm.
1: here it's i literally checked off a box
0: ah, okay there mm-hmm. was no hassle yeah, yeah so
1: ask ask around ask yeah. other people check the laws yeah figure out what works best for you yeah it's
0: really good to ask other trans people because things are always changing for one thing mm-hmm. and then uh, they could give you a they can show you the links online. They can tell you what court to go to if you need to go into court. They can tell you the, the decent doctors. Even a place like this, you have to search around for that sort of thing sometimes. Yeah. No, yeah. Your, your best asset is the trans community. Yep, yep. It's other time, trans people. Yep. Every single time. Every single time, yep. Yep. All right. I think that's a good ending there. Thank you so much for meeting me. This yeah, is kind of a last-minute kind of, you know... Um, thing and you know i'm pretty um irritating online especially on twitter i i mean to be a little bit irritating uh it, i try not to cultivate that in my personal life though and uh i don't know if you noticed some of the um heckling i've been doing of politicians and that sort of thing but uh, i so appreciate you meeting with me of course it's, it's always a little bit of a risk to doing Things, this oh, of sort course. of thing, yeah. And I just, you know, I appreciate oh, yeah, you. No, me. you're fine. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Happy to share my story. Yeah,
0: yeah. And what, whatever um, activism you're doing, you mentioned that you've been doing some activism. You know? Yeah. I hope you find some outlets here. You know, to keep going. I'm, I'm hopeful. Yeah. I'm
1: hopeful. I'm hopeful to sort of, not necessarily. I don't want to necessarily build a following or anything. Sure. I just want to.
0: No, you never just... want. Trust me, followings are. It's like you're running a daycare center. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it <laughs> but, really is like that But
1: it for me it's very much about just being i want to be the role model that i never had yeah
0: i i can see it yeah. i can totally see that's
1: it. that's that's a, every day that i wake up that's what drives me
0: yeah yeah so and you know you're in a good place in life you have a wonderful partner who mm-hmm. has a you know a decent job you have a great place that you're living mm-hmm. so yeah you you're you're somebody who who can give back and it's maybe a little bit easier than some other Correct. people. Yeah. You know. And I yeah. think
1: and that doesn't just stop at me. Yeah. I think you know, I heard somebody recently say they thought about going stealth. Mm. And I specifically told him I said, "You can be stealth in everyday life, but never give up your ties to the community." Mm, that's yeah. just something I I just can't see myself ever doing. Yeah.
0: Some people do that. Um I'm not sure why. I would I would like to talk to somebody like that, actually. So if you're a trans person who's not only just post-trans, because there are lots of people, like perhaps my age or, mm-hmm. you know, my experience with being trans because I transitioned over 20 years ago, who are post-trans, like they don't really consider themselves trans. Correct. But they still maintain ties with the trans community. Mm-hmm. But I would really love to speak to somebody, you know, totally anonymously out there who just doesn't associate anymore. I, yeah. I want to hear it yeah you know and and not only just like from a negative place it's not meant to be negative and i'm not trying to do some weird you know digging in or something but like you know i just want to hear what life is about for you oh yeah you know,
1: no i'm i would be curious too yeah. just because they are not their story's not being told yeah exactly in part and maybe they don't want it to be yeah. but whoever can crack the story first yeah yeah. you got yourself a golden and ticket
0: that's that's what i'm trying to do and i'm and i definitely don't have any golden ticket i'm i'm doing gig work to get by and i have less than a hundred dollars in the bank <laughs> right at oh, this geez. moment yeah yeah it's fine though my my dog and i have food and there's gas in my tank you know but um yeah so no golden ticket so thank you so much for pleasure. reaching out to me such a pleasure yeah to of you. course yeah. all right see you next time y'all